0: Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth, straight up.
1: I'm Julie Hayden, I'm
0: An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive everyone's voice is always welcome on the chuck and julie show
2: Welcome to Manic Monday. (laughs) Uh, And it is a Manic Monday. Chuck Bonniewell, Julie Hayden, True Straight Up brought you by.
1: Brought you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine. Great Dr. Schaefer there, along with Julie McCallan, Dr. Julie McCallan at uh, Denver Cynogenics and also happytrees.co. A lot to talk about today. We're going to go, I'm sure you guys have heard about um, Joe O'Day. Joe O'Day. You know, we can't have gender reveal parties anymore. So now we're going to (laughs) have rhino reveal parties. And he's going to, we're going to be talking. Talking about that with Dave Williams um, in a few minutes, coming up at the bottom of the hour. But want to start off with Jay Christian Adams. We've had him on before. Great guy on election integrity. He's the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Um, Sir, thank you once again for your time. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. See you.
0: Hear you. Hey guys, thanks for having me. All right,
1: so, so wanted to talk to you about it. Um, and I, I gather you guys might be actually doing something about this. Our partisan hack, Secretary of State Jenna Griswold, sent some 30,000 postcards out to non citizens, to
2: illegal aliens,
1: to, to <laughs> reminding them to register to vote. Um, and said, Oh my god, what a mistake! Sorry, sorry, sorry. What don't, do you-
2: don't register to vote now. Can you imagine if somebody did register to vote, they voted and sent a proxy? Wait a minute, I got this invitation from the Secretary of State telling me to vote.
1: I mean, what what do you make of, of this?
0: Well, look, this is a problem all over the country in the sense that non there's really no barriers to non-citizens getting on the voter rolls. Uh, there's no checks. There's no ability uh, or under the law to require people to show proof of citizenship when they submit a federal voter registration form. And all there is is an honor system. So... Uh, not only are there no checks but apparently now they're getting invitations to the party aren't they yeah, and definitely. look uh, you got to realize a lot of these or some of these people probably naturalized these were off the the DMV list uh people who sh- are non-citizens when they got their driver's license some of them will have naturalized now not all of them will have naturalized but some will oh. have but this no, is just not it. how you're you're supposed to do business. I mean, this is a secretary of state that has told people everything's fine, nothing to see here, don't worry about it, elections are secure, and then there's these screw ups. So it's you know it it just shows you how um, questionable the rhetoric is about how competent they are.
2: Well, n- nobody doubts that Janet Griswold's a total. <laughs> Cook
1: it even has. the Denver Post. and Borussia. But, you know, here's my question. And you were talking about it there briefly. But, you know, we've talked with you about the problem with voter rolls in the first place. Right. What are 30,000, 30, 30,000? This isn't like 20 or 100, 30,000 people who cannot legally vote. Why are there even... I can see them being in a DMV database, but why are they on the Secretary of State's database? It so seems she can get be, them voting. Well, yeah, I mean, it seems to be that they're just, that's the whole, that's where the problems start, right?
0: Well, I can explain that. That's because Colorado is an inaugural member of ERIC, and part of yeah. the, and that's the Ele- Electronic Registration Information Center. It's a consortium of about 32 states and it helps them clean the voter rolls, believe it or not. You can tell when people die out of state and they're registered in multiple states. But part of being an ERIC means that you have to send an invitation to get people to register to vote who have driver's licenses but aren't on the voter rolls. That's the ERIC deal. And and unfortunately, uh, this slipped through the cracks at the Secretary of State's office. It shows you despite all the rhetoric. And by the way, she is a militant partisan. Make no mistake about it. She has Trump derangement syndrome. She thinks she's the smartest secretary of state in the world. Uh, She's got all those characteristics of, you know, shall we say, somebody in her station in life. And yet we find out she's perfectly capable, like everybody, of a complete colossal screw-up like this.
2: Well, what she's also capable of, when she got a question, she she would go to Planned Parenthood for the answer. Um, and, and she couldn't give her own answer. She depended oh, she had on Planned, Planned
1: Parenthood writing, writing some of her press releases, releases. when she first became. Well,
2: no, for, I'm sure they still are.
1: Well, yeah,
0: Right. And, and look, this is run of the mill when you're a militant partisan secretary of state. And by the way, there's only a couple of them in the country. She happens to be one. When you're a militant partisan secretary of state, you like to work with militant partisan organizations like Planned Parenthood, even though they don't have anything to do with elections. But they're all about the cause. Right. The march, the you know, the power to the people Uh, in this case, some people, but not all. Depends on how old they are. And, And in the case of Planned Parenthood, they're go to people for Jenna Griswold to tell her how to do her job.
1: Well, let me ask you about this back to the the database thing. I mean, the way I understand it, data collection companies, like as we speak right now, right, are tracking what we're talking about, well, maybe not that, but, you know, I mean, they track you all over the place, and they have algorithms that can figure out, you know, lightning speed, what kind of ads to target me with, right? I would think that it wouldn't be that hard to write, for Eric, to write that, that system, to write a database or an algorithm that weeded out from getting postcards non-citizens, people who are not legally eligible to vote, right? I mean, that, and so, so to me my question to you is i gotta assume that it's done on purpose right
0: no it's actually this no. is one of the hardest data points to figure out and there's okay. a lot of reasons for it nobody has that data there is not a central database with the exception of something called save systematic alien verification for entitlements which means welfare and there's mm-hmm. all kinds of restrictions on people using save in fact the state's uh, Colorado got in a fight when Scott Gessler was the uh, Secretary of State, got in a fight with the federal government because they were throttling, they were limiting the ability of California to access save data. And so the bottom line to understand is there is no central place to figure out who's an alien because part of it is that it's such a fluid thing, it's a private thing. Uh, you aren't allowed to get access to immigration records. They're not public records. And so we're really hamstrung as a country in identifying who is and who is not eligible to vote uh, via citizenship. And you aren't allowed to ask for information. That's been largely settled in the courts uh, if you use the federal voter registration form. Uh, And so we've got a real problem uh, identifying who is and who is not a citizen. But you can start by mitigating the problem by not sending voter registration applications to people in the Colorado DMV database who say they're not citizens. That's a really easy place to start.
1: Well, what about this? And so you're talking, so the other thing she's done, again, all with our taxpayer money is send them a postcard saying, oh, never mind, You can't vote. But then she promises that the system will weed out, say, if some of them do vote, right? They're like, don't worry, that ballot won't count. Well, how how are they going to be able to figure that out?
0: Well, I don't know. That's a good question. We've been litigating, for example, against Pennsylvania for over four years because you think it's bad in Colorado. In Pennsylvania, somewhere between 10,000 and 100,000 aliens got registered because DMV didn't weed them out whenever they were applying for, uh, for driver's licenses. They got registered to vote at DMV. So this is a problem nationwide. And the federal law stands in the way of an effective solution.
1: Yeah. Well, and just, Chuck, you raised a point earlier that, you know, because she said, you know, the new postcard they sent out reminds them that it's illegal to vote. And I think Chuck raised a good point, lawyer that he is, saying, well, you know, I mean, you certainly couldn't prosecute anyone for that, right? They could say, well, I got this, I just did what the postcard told me to do. Could one turn around and argue then, to, hey, I want my ballot to be counted. You sent me this form, I registered, and now you're going to throw my ballot on. I mean, to me, this just opens up a lot of potential issues.
0: Well, it kind of reminds me of Florida. Florida very briefly allowed felons uh to register to vote, uh you know, as soon as they got out of prison. It's complicated how this got set up, but a bunch of felons registered and voted and then the court overturned this law that allowed them to register and the, some of the ones some of the ones who registered to vote and voted got prosecuted for doing. You're
2: kidding. <laughs> You're kidding.
0: Yeah.
1: That seems. Yep. Well, what if well,
2: I. Well, I want to go back to this Eric deal that yeah. to be part of Eric, you had to send all people who weren't registered but applied for driver's license, with the exception purportedly illegal. And- unless they were
1: Republicans. And
2: unless they were Republicans. <laughs> what in the world does Eric have the right to tell states to do that? I mean, I well, understand. Well, they don't. They,
0: they, go- they don't, but Colorado was an inaugural member of Eric. There's Republican and Democrat states. Uh, um, it was an inaugural member of Eric. This is a service, guys. Eric is a vendor that helps ah. states clean voter rolls. But well, as you... a condition for doing it, there, there's this voter registration component. Look, we should not be against voter registration, okay? Right. I'm convinced that if everybody in Colorado voted, everybody, you would have a better state, not just because they voted, but because how they voted, okay? Right. So I think it's important for us to not be adverse to voter registration because I think the country would be better because the country still agrees with the constitution by a majority yeah. vote. So I'm well, in well, favor of a huge amounts of voter s- registration. Just what do it the, the right system?
2: way. What happened to the old system where if you wanted to register, you could go register? What was wrong with that?
0: Well, they will. They, they don't get automatically registered under Eric. They just get an invitation. Here's how to register. Right.
1: Well, so back to, you know, is there anything that I mean so Jenna Griswold then she did something similar to this before says oops sorry my bad um, you got to wonder what might have happened if it hadn't gotten out i mean is there anything your organization is can do regarding this kind of thing oh, i know yeah. you guys okay
0: we've already done it we we sent a uh, a letter to her under the national voter registration act a statute that we have sued many 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 election officials under and will do so again uh, asking her for all the records relating to how she made sure non-citizens did, did not get on the voter rolls, how she prevented this in the past. Those are all public records that we can get. And if she does not give them to us, she's going to be sued before the election.
1: What do you think? I mean, I, I don't – she hasn't been exactly miscooperation, has she, in some of the other cases?
0: No, but I'll tell you this. She knows that Public Interest Legal Foundation is is not – uh, we don't play around. She she right. knows full well who we are. Uh, she knows that we win cases. We don't lose cases. And if she doesn't give us the records, uh, we will sue her, and we might get a quarter million dollar attorney fee award, like we have against all sorts of other jurisdictions around the country. Well, there you go. So there she can pay for our vacation.
1: Well, there you go.
2: Well, how do you see this uh, upcoming election as far as election
0: integrity going?
1: Chuck, you're a denier.
2: Well, I can't be
0: denied ahead <laughs> well, of
2: time. You
3: can't
0: deny. <laughs> you at <laughs> In a lot of states, things are better. They're better in Pennsylvania. They're better in Georgia. They're better in Florida. Uh, some states are not better. For example, Michigan and Wisconsin, uh, and Nevada, not better. So we'll see. Hopefully, we'll. Uh, I don't think it'll be another 2020.
1: Okay. What, how do you mean? Well, they
0: won't. Well, I, but... I don't think we're going to. First of all, the left has not been filing all the lawsuits that right. they filed to suspend the law. Uh, right. We just won a case two weeks ago in De- in De- Delaware. We just got the entire state mail voting system overturned as unconstitutional, the whole state, and wow. same-day registration, because it violates the De- Delaware Constitution. So instead have, of... Have you, checked, uh,
2: have you checked the Colorado sorry? Constitution, whether those same provisions could be deemed unconstitutional? I think they also did. Ballot harvesting was found unconstitutional.
0: Well, I, I don't know about that one, but the difference between 2020 and now is we're winning cases uh, right. in 2022, whereas uh, almost every case that was brought out there in 2020 was lost. So there's improvement taking place.
2: Well, I, I do want to see, you know, I, I have seen the Delaware oh. case, and I guess I want to compare the U.S., you know, Colorado, the Colorado Constitution. Constitution, whether it has any similar provisions that were found to, of course you'd have to sue in Colorado and that's all democratic judges. So you have yeah. no chance, but it would be interesting to see
0: whether parallel that is an issue. To-
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, you guys do great work and I, it's it's so important given what we've seen that the Democrats do. And as you said, you know, they filed all these lawsuits and changed everything. What do you make of sometimes I think the louder the left and the establishment people scream, the closer you are to the truth. And this constant election denier. like I mean, you raise any kind of question about any kind of election. You're a denier. You're going to be sued. We had the. you won't believe this. So I had reposted on my Facebook page. I think it was the Associated Press story about Jenna Griswold, right? Facebook fact-checked me, labeled it misleading and misinformation, yeah. and said if I did it again, they were going to take it off of news feeds. I mean, you know, it, so we all know Facebook is you know head over heels in, in cahoots with the Democrats on this, but I just think that that the tide is turning. I guess I want to get your feel on this. I mean, you have polls that show people a lot of people, half the country has crushed about election integrity. I mean, do you see that shifting? The more they try to shut us down, I think the more people start wondering, well, what is the truth?
0: Yeah, look, we have seen, you raised the issue of Facebook censorship. We have seen through their behavior, through the government officials' behavior, such as the Secretary of State of Colorado, I mean, California, um, their willingness to, uh, to cooperate with places like Facebook in this sort of uh, uh, Chinese-style reporting regimen, like where you inform on your neighbor, where the right. government works with industry to shut down dissent. I mean, these are things very foreign to America. This is what goes on in other countries around the world and throughout history. But now, some elected officials, people we've talked about in some cases, uh, are perfectly happy with working uh, with with information control corporations to shut down any views contrary to their own. Fifty years ago, every side of the aisle agreed in free discussion and free speech. Put your ideas out there. Now, there's government officials who are actively working to shut down the flow of information, the opinions, opinions people have they do not want shared.
1: Right.
2: Let me ask you about another question. We've had a lot of of, uh, robust discussion. There's a lot of recommendations, including by Republican officials in Colorado, that don't vote until Election Day and go in person. Uh, What's your view of that that advice?
0: Well, the last thing I would do is put my ballot in the mail because the post office has a stated goal. This is their own inspector general, of a ninety four percent success rate. And you guys know what that is another way of saying six percent failure. Right. And so there is a six percent chance that my vote is not going to count if I vote by mail. So I don't I wouldn't necessarily say go on election day, but I will say that I'd be inclined to go in person because the personally. post office manages to screw things up badly. Yeah. Well,
2: well, the only problem with all this is, is is that the Democrats put all those things in the mail, uh, including, you know, ballot harvesting and, and maybe they go to ballot boxes. Um, but you have no chance to get out the vote efforts. In Colorado, we have three weeks uh, voting. Yeah, them, balance drop today. Right balance balance you know, today. As, as a PCP, a week from now, the Republican Party should tell Julie and I here, you know, we've got a, We've got a precinct of about 2000 people here are all the Republicans and people who are independents, but r- voted in Republican primaries. Here's who's voted here. Here's the people you need to get out. Um, and it's get out. The vote is everything. It's everything, everything. Yeah. in the election.
0: And, and, I, I, and look, just- there's clearly political strategy that is contrary to my personal choice of, of voting in person. Um, but I will tell you that that's up to the political people. <laughs> so yeah. I don't Well, can't I'm a help. political
2: person. Well, I, mean, I wish not like-
1: would stop it. <laughs> what about uh, yeah. somebody? Steven is asking one of our listeners has, has said, what happened to the suit judicial watch filed against Griswold to clean up the voter rolls. Was that judicial watch? Or was that you guys? I know you guys have lawsuits all over the place and have some in Colorado too, right? Uh,
0: you know, years and years ago, I filed a case in Colorado. Um, but I I uh, I can't remember now. Um, Judicial Watch may have filed one. I can't remember that either. I okay. might be mixing them up and sorting them out. I I, I, I just yeah. can't remember. But um, look, uh, <laughs> there, there's I can't I I can't speak for Judicial Watch. I don't know the status of any case they filed.
1: Okay. Okay, Um, talk just real briefly, just got a couple more minutes. I mean, because you guys are making a big difference, I think. And maybe talk about some of the cases that you have going on out there. And you you made some, you know, you alluded to earlier that there's some states where things are better. I mean, talk about the. Give us some hope here, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, the Public Interest Legal Foundation is the most active election integrity organization in the country, bar none and not even close. We have more cases around the country to clean up voter rolls To shut down alien voting in New York City, to prevent child voting in Maryland. I'm not kidding, you heard that correctly child voting. Uh, We have lawsuits to make Eric transparent for states Colorado, Alaska, Louisiana, and DC. Uh, We have alien verification litigation in in Pennsylvania to get all the records about how they allowed non-citizens to vote. We have a lawsuit against Michigan over the 25,000 dead registrants on the active voter rolls, and some have been there for two decades. So we are the most active organization in the country for election integrity. All we do is election integrity. It's our expertise. we got ex-DOJ lawyers working on it uh, and a team of winners. We uh, We have multiple wins in many states, not just settlements. We actually win cases. So um, like I said, we shut down Delaware mail voting and same day registration right. two weeks ago is unconstitutional. So uh, we're as active as we can possibly be. And we want to do more to get Jenna Griswold to follow the law.
1: <laughs> exactly. You
0: Good know, luck. Good yeah. luck on that
1: <laughs> one. No, but that's true. Well, where can people because I, I, I'm assuming you need help. And where can people find out more about the stuff that you do and help if they want to?
0: publicinterestlegal.org, dot org. dot org.
1: All right. Listen. Thank you for your time again, and and thank you for you know. There's so much out there. I don't know how you guys keep it straight. And there's it's like you need you need a whole army to keep an eye on things. Um, and then they complain, of course, that you're that we're partisan hack and election deniers for wanting to be poll watchers and poll judges in Colorado. Now if you're Republican, um, so thank yeah, you I'm for working on that one. All right. Okay. Sir, Good thank job. You. Jay, okay. You, take care. Bye bye. Jay hey, Christian Adams, the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Um, you know, I, I got to say, I don't for a second believe that that was an accident. And oh. I'd be curious to figure out how it was released. And I got to wonder what the timing was, if they would have what they would have done. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If, if if they oh, somebody came and said, oh, I mean, do you realize we sent all these out? Mm. You know, and they'd be like, oh, no, well, 30,000.
2: Oh to begin with, and then a 30,000 correction and 60,000 mail pieces, even at government rates. That's a lot of money. Oh, exactly.
1: Um, let's see, so we've had some great comments here, so let me see this. Um, oh, Jim Jackson, Stacey Abrams cannot be a denier. She's never denied anything, including donuts. And mm-hmm. then from Stephen, do you trust electri- electronic voting system? Cheryl Atkinson at Cheryl Atkinson.com. Um, has, talks about a poll that most Republicans don't trust ele- electronic voting machines. And, you know, I, th- I think there are even other surveys that indicate that roughly half the country has just overall questions about election integrity, right? I don't know that they would say, oh, it should be overthrown or it was stolen, but I think people are like, uh, yeah, I think that it's, you know, to say that automatically we have the gold standard is that, check, pay attention. Is I'm,
2: it, I'm getting ready for our next one. Oh, month. okay. Getting-
1: check is like, you're distracting me over <laughs> here doing all of your typing. Um, this from Leo, Stephen. Oh, wait, this is from Stephen. I read Pennsylvania is ignoring the SCOTUS ruling about counting ballots. I guess you follow the laws you want. Exactly. Then from Leo, Stephen, most people don't understand that with um, every one line of code, you can say for every three voters that go Republican, just add one for them. You know, I don't understand the coding thing, but we had that um, Peg Cage's um, cohort from Boulder Mm, County mm -hmm. was talking about that. Um, and then from Johnny J running for HD five, do you think some in her office released those 30,000 postcards to get back at her? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, it is interesting. She doesn't seem to be particularly popular. Um, she's had constant turnover in Not her true. office. Yeah. Jenna Griswold does. Um, my guess is that it was, and I, this is a total guess on my part, um, um, that the postcards went out and that there was some sort of um, whistleblower who yeah, figured it right, out right, and, right, and right. then brought it to her attention. And, you know, and she, realizing, of course, that it was about to go public, one had to get get ahead of it. I think it's interesting that Colorado Public Radio, which is a pretty liberal organization, mm-hmm. broke it. So I don't know. I don't – you know what? I do know we will probably never get to the bottom of that. But, again, I think it goes back to the big problem and is – we won't
2: is, do anything about it either. Uh,
1: well, I mean, why – I think you're right, Chuck. Number one, you want to, incur- you have, like he said, Dave, Christine Adams said, you want to have voter registration, but, but to automatically register people to vote, and then you kind of have to unregister at the DMV, right? And so whether you're qualified or not qualified, this just shows I mean, 30,000 people who are not eligible to vote getting postcards telling them to register to vote. And he pointed out, how, how do you tell? for sure, right? So, I don't know. I, I,
2: I don't think we should be going out trying to get absolutely everybody to vote. I think I think if people want to register to vote, they should, and they shouldn't be prevented from doing so. But I don't see why there's some requirement for the government to do every effort to get everybody to vote.
1: No, I think so. I mean, I saw this would be interesting. We were talking about this. The NFL was running ads saying that they're going to have, you know, register to vote things at football games. Now, they'll probably, those are the woke athletes saying that, but they'll probably make them stop once they realize, you know, that maybe they're more conservatives or independents at football games than ultra liberals. I I, I don't
2: think they're going to. Take the fans and get them
3: because
2: <laughs> no, they're Republicans. But so the Jews will make this stadium available to inner city residents and everything else who are ninety percent
1: Democrat. Oh, they're so not, not, not going to register the not, football fans. No, no, they're, they're no, not no. that
2: stupid. Especially after the greeting Jill Biden got in Philadelphia when she got yeah, she field. got
1: booed there. um Hey, and uh, Thomas, if you want to go ahead and call Dave Williams, we can talk. Dave Williams, we can talk about the. Move on to the sort of the kind of the fun Trump um, Joe O'Day stuff, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. And, I mean,
1: just when you, you, we talked about this before, um, you know, we had Ron Hanks on saying he's going to vote for Brian Piotr, the libertarian candidate, instead of Joe O'Day because Joe O'Day doesn't stand for Republican stuff. Shortly, I well, after- said, uh,
2: you know, I'd be happy to, to uh, vote for and support uh, any any Republican conservative, except there's none on the ballot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and again, you know, talk about, you know, people get upset. We talk about rhinos, Republican in name only. The only
2: rhinos get upset. about them, well, but the, the, Right. About but I
1: mean, Joe Day, I mean, that's the post, you know, the poster child for a rhino, Republican in name only. He's running for U.S. Senate as a Republican candidate. Yet he openly says he would not necessarily uh, he doesn't support Republican Party platform. Po- Boy, that's a lot of piece. Republican Party platform policies. Say that and he, again. Yeah, really. And he wouldn't necessarily vote a Republican, he wouldn't necessarily vote with the caucus. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, I mean, how much more of a rhino do you get? The only reason I think he just wants to trick maybe kind of people, Republicans who aren't paying attention to think, well, I'll just vote for him because he's a Republican. And the Colorado establishment Republicans are trying to force the rest of us to do that. So.
2: All right. Well, we've got with us now, Dave Williams. Representative Mel Paso County, unsuccessful candidate. uh, Too bad. Over uh, Doug Lamborn. You've been much, much better. Um, And uh, we both got cited in Newsline, Colorado Newsline. Which which is is, a
1: fake uh, liberal uh, news organization. It's 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 not a a legit website. Well, so
2: there are four people behind it all. Hey, Dave, you there? I'm here. Well, you're getting a lot of press. You got a press and a lot of press in the Denver Post about this. O'Day thing and and your tweet which said, ouch, maybe Joe's campaign shouldn't have alienated the base three weeks before an election.
3: You, you know uh, I'm just calling balls and strikes at this point. <laughs> there you
1: go well then me set the stage for people to so they know what we're talking about after O'day said he wouldn't necessarily you know he'll be like Joe Manchin um he wouldn't necessarily vote Republican um then he got went even further and on CNN basically he was that he would actively campaign against Donald Trump and we have that sound this was Joe O'day I think yesterday on CNN or over the weekend at least hey Thomas if we could play the O'day sound bite
0: I'm going to actively campaign against Donald Trump, uh, and make sure that we've got four or five really great Republicans right now, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, they can run and serve for eight years. I'm going to do my job as a U.S. senator to make sure that they have good campaigns in the primary here so we have a good selection of candidates for 2024.
1: Now, and let me read real quick, Dave, before we get your comment on this. So Trump on Truth Social said there's this rhino character in the great state of Colorado, Joe O'Day, um, who is having a good old time saying he wants to distance himself from President Trump and other slightly nasty things. And he said, Trump goes on to tweet or true social he should look at the economy inflation energy independence defeating isis the strongest ever border great trade deals and much more before he speaks and then he says maga doesn't vote for stupid people with big mouths good luck joe dave what do you make of the whole thing
3: uh man, i where to begin uh <laughs> when we because this was sort of a, a recent development obviously this happened in the morning time and Right. Uh, I know we, we we were originally going to you know kind of just talk about O'Day's stance and then Trump, you know, weighs <laughs> in on it, which is which is fine and, and great. Um, I, I think I think this is a a perfect example of uh, the establishment pushing candidates uh, who cannot win, and um, you know we as conservative grassroots folks need to uh, do what we can to prevent. These types of terrible candidates from getting elected, and you know, in the Denver Post, you know, they asked me a lot of questions, right. and mainly because you know I've been one of the few vocal elected Republicans about you know concerning O'Day, aside from Hanks, and you know, I kind of just laid it out. The Republican establishment, they they love to nominate the <laughs> candidates uh, who give the best uh, concession speeches. <laughs> um, they would ra- they would rather lose pretty, you know, than win, and that's why they they ultimately pushed uh, Joe Day, and and tricked voters into supporting him. Right. You know, one of the right. things that I think is irritating about Joe Day is that during the primary, you know, you only knew a few things about yeah. where he stood on the issues, and then when he when he got uh, the nomination, you go on to find that there's a lot more. To Joe O'Day, and it's not good, right? right? No one, no one knew that he would be supportive of LGBTQ rights, or that he would vote to um, give amnesty to millions of illegal aliens, it, to, to name a few issues. <laughs> <him>. And certainly, <laughs> no one, certainly world. no, certainly no one knew that he would actively, you know, campaign against Donald Trump. Um, right. And the reason that's important, and I want to highlight this is because when he was running in the primary, he actually said he would vote and support Donald Trump. And then he, got, then he got the nomination, and then he went on to say, well, you know, I hope he doesn't win, or I hope he doesn't run. Um, and then, you know, yesterday, he's like, well, you know, it's beyond that. I want, to, I want to actively campaign against him as, you know, the Republican senator from, you know, Colorado. And it just goes to show you that you can't trust him. Neither side right. can trust him. Democrats can't trust him on Trump because of what he said back in June, and we as Republicans can't trust him on Trump because of what he said now. Right. And, well, you know, candidates shouldn't try to be all things to all people and speak out of both sides of their mouth because, you know, this is what happens. He got He well, got caught, and Donald Trump rough. slapped him for it.
1: Exactly. And I think, you know, it's one thing like, you know, Cory Gardner kind of fooled us, right? He campaigned one way and then he got into office. But that's that's my point. We have Joe O'Day telling us straight up. Number, I mean, and to put this in perspective, there are new polls out that basically show Donald Trump is the most popular politician in the country right now, right? Um, more popular than Ron DeSantis, more popular than Joe Biden. So, uh, you know, so who does Joe O'Day? And and, he, and then in that sound like he said, well, it's, it's part of my job as a U.S. senator to campaign against Trump. It's like like, really? really? I thought it was part of your job to represent my interests in Washington, D.C. fight for
2: things that yeah, we want against the Democrats that we don't want.
1: But yeah. And it's like to me. So the fact that I don't you know, I, mean, I, I don't even think it was that he got caught. Up. I think he's wishy-washily trying to appeal, I think, to independent voters and just assuming that poor Republicans are like an abused situation again, have to vote for him because we have no choice. Um, and Heidi
2: all, uh put out a. Uh, a statement on on uh Roe v. wade and abortion that has a lot of the pro-life people upset you've got pam anderson who's a <laughs> Who zuckerberg, zuckerberg zuckerberg uh to get out zuckerbox i mean you know and christy burton brown said she couldn't be more thrilled about these uh the ticket th- ticket
3: well uh, you know i guess uh, anything could happen but i think the i think the writing's on the wall here that we're in for a bad election night uh, come November eighth. Uh, certainly with Joe Day, but probably with you know most of them. Right. Um, you know, I, I think you're right, Julie. That ultimately this was a this was a desperation move on the part of O'Day. He probably knew he was going to lose, and so he decided to throw a hail mary to yeah. swing voters. But but in in so doing, sacrificed you know his base and Thanks. Donald Trump you know, God bless him, certainly wasn't going to take it lying down. And <laughs> no. I, I think, I think, and this is the one thing I also want to make a point about, uh, Ron Hanks has been vindicated by Donald Trump. I yes. know there were detractors yes. uh, and even supporters criticizing Hanks for making his bold move against uh, O'Day, but, you know, Donald Trump has kind of just kind of close the case on it. Uh, O'Day right. is a, oh, then, a terrible Republican. Let's...
1: This is even worse, Dave, too. I don't know if you know about this. This is credit to a John Hickenlooper <laughs> tweet. So apparently O'Day did his interview with Politico, where he said some of the first awful sets of things. Um, and the reporter noted they were at Spanky's Roadhouse in Denver, and O'Day was drinking a Michelob Ultra, and then he poured the beer over a glass of ice. And so the Hickenlooper <laughs> campaign people <laughs> the Hickenlooper campaign people are highlighting that in Twitter. And, and then they showed John Hickenlooper, you, you know, who owned the wine coupe, Brewery, when no. Brewery for having a beer and all these people are like, who does that? Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's Yeah.
3: Like- yeah. It's again, it's these, these consultants, you know, they try to, they, they try to take a candidate, especially like O'Day and they try to script them out or try to make them look appealing to folks. And then, and then they don't realize that everything they do has the opposite effect. Right. I, I mean, my God, I didn't, I, I, I didn't even know about the beer.
1: Oh yeah, you should look. It's like, first of all, like there's so many people saying so. Colorado is like the the mecca for microbreweries. It's like number one, what's he doing drinking a Michelob Ultra, right? And number two, no one pours ice. Or beer into an ice. I mean, sometimes I know I have some friends who like, well, dilute their Chardonnay every so often. I would never do that, but it's like, but yeah. And so, then of course, you got John Hickenlooper, you know, like real Charing men. Away. Yeah, drink, drink beer, drink micro brew beer. So, but you know why, Dave? Do they listen to the consultants? I mean, to me, they lose. We haven't won forever. Why don't they turn and say, maybe, maybe you guys don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I should just drink a beer or not drink
3: a beer <laughs> rather than
1: well, try I, to it's – Well, it's,
3: it's, it's hard for me to, to nail it you know, completely because a, a part of me thinks that a lot of these wealthy candidates, even O'Day, you know, in their own right, they have to be intelligent. They have to be smart to at least run their businesses and be successful – but when it comes to politics, they're easily hoodwinked, and I think, you know that that's mostly to blame for a couple of reasons. One, the consultants, right? They'll spin a yarn uh, to do whatever they can to get a paycheck. But number two, they they stroke the egos of guys like Joe Day. I mean, let's face it, Joe yeah. Day is a he's a wealthy guy who got bored. He wanted to be in yes. the United States Senate, be one out of a hundred, and. Somehow, some at some point, he got connected with a donor. He said, oh, yeah, or not a donor, a consultant who said, oh, yeah, you'd make a great senator. Pay me, you know, so I can get you there. And, right. you know, the rest is history. I, I think, ultimately, you know, donors or rich, wealthy people who keep contributing to these losing efforts and to these um, consultants, they're, they're fundamentally, they're, they're just being lied to. And it, it takes Republican leaders whether they come from the state party or elsewhere to actually tell them the truth but the problem is the uh, leadership in our party doesn't actually want to tell them the truth they don't want to sit these donors down and tell them something that's contrary to what they're already thinking because they themselves also want money uh for their own coffers and so there's you know that's in part i think what the issue is Uh, but we as conservatives we have an obligation to stand to stand up and tell the truth. I mean, at right. the end of the well, day, with- the me- the message the message should be to the GOP establishment and, and leadership: if you keep giving us crap candidates, they're right. never going to win in the general. Stop giving right. us crap candidates.
1: Right.
2: We're talking with Representative Dave Williams about the amazing
0: uh,
2: <laughs> day in Rhino. Which, uh, Rhino Rhino reveal Rhino reveal. I feel sorry for for some KUS. Guys, um, George Brockler, that ought to be interesting on his morning um, show, yeah, these, since he was a huge supporter of. And I, our friend Randy Corbin, I feel a little sorry for him, uh having to kind of as RNC chairman, doing his best to try to get Republicans person. elected. But
1: well, and, yeah, and Dave, I think you're right. I mean, it has to have been a hail mary because, but you'd think. At least I would hope, and of course it won't happen. That chairperson Chrissy Burton Brown would would say to O'Day, you know, quit saying you're going to actively campaign against Trump. I mean, what if Trump becomes, like we said, that didn't work for Cory Gardner, didn't work for Mike Hoffman. You know, it's it's, you know, if Trump becomes a candidate, you've now got O'Day on the. He's going to lose either way, right? Either he's going to have to keep his promise and actively campaign well, against Trump. Well, you know, or,
3: if 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 O'Day, you know, has a sincerely held you know, opposition to Trump and wants to support someone in a hypothetical primary, you know, by all means, that's his right as an American and as, you know, Mm -hmm. if he were to be a senator, by all means, go ahead and do that. But you're three weeks out before a pretty pivotal election. It doesn't make sense to be pissing off the Trump you know, voter, uh, that you need to actually win. And so it's right. just from a well, political so, yeah, yeah.
2: standpoint. The ballots dude. will be arriving the next couple of the next days. Couple of so, days and- I mean, he, you know, at the beginning, I, I remember you quoting, you know, he said that, well, I want to big a big tent one. You know, I want the Trump Republicans. Mm-hmm. I want the moderates. I want the independents. All that. Well, his tent just
3: got a lot smaller.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's got, like, a uh, uh, of- yeah,
3: that, I mean, that's, that's what's so mind-boggling about this, because rem- I'm old enough to remember, right? <laughs> this was only a couple months ago where he said, yeah, I'm building a coalition to include, yeah. quote, Trump Republicans. Right. Well, he just gave him a middle finger. <laughs> he did.
1: Well, and again, I remember way back well, I mean, not that long ago, Magellan Strategies did a survey um, and found that Trump, even in Colorado, is by far the most popular pre- presidential potential candidate. Right. Trump has maintained his popularity. He hasn't. Lost popularity, and so for Joe O'Day to somehow think—well, let me spin—that there are like hundreds of thousands of anti-Trump Republicans out there. I mean, he's just—you know—he's having too much. He he needs to dilute his beer even more, I think.
3: Yeah, this is the thing. I think the consultants ultimately—you know—failed him on. They didn't. They either gave him the idea or they didn't stop him. But ultimately, the the elusive swing voter that they're going for—that you know already hates Donald Trump. Chances are they're not voting for Joe Day because if exactly. they hate Donald Trump, then they probably don't like the Republican Party anyway.
1: Exactly. So, exactly.
3: Um I mean, there's there's a it's a bit more complicated than that, but I think ultimately this was a, a hail mary attempt that ended up you know backfiring on them because okay, you're going to go after these swing voters, but you just sacrificed your base. Oh, right. and by the way, the swing voters don't even buy it. So yeah. now you've lost more.
1: <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: <laughs> right? so.
1: Well, and you got to love Trump. MAGA doesn't vote for stupid people with big mouths. Because, <laughs> And again, it's like, he, that was... You know, I, I'm sure he was. He did it calculated, right? Because it wasn't an answer to a question. He just kind of threw that in there. He was sort of talking about stuff in general. And I would say, listening to a little bit of the interview, he wasn't doing too badly. If he had just shut up, and so for some reason, I mean, I don't think that was an accident. I think that was planned, and he planned to interject that. But you would hope, but it won't happen. But the, again, the Republican Party leadership here in Colorado would be like, Joe, that's just not. Let's not go there anymore, right? That's just. That just stick to the issues, crime and inflation. You know. It just, yeah, they Trump don't even want to do
3: that This is what's so mind-boggling to me Is that during the primary, That's all they wanted to ever talk about I remember Joe O'Day going around Saying he's going to chase Michael Bennett Around the state and make him lose sleep over inflation And here we yeah. are talking about About abortion Talking about um, Talking about how Donald Trump shouldn't be the nominee Like anything but You know, the, the agreed upon So-called agreed upon issues They can't even keep it straight
1: That's right. Well, here, this is from Sandra. Don't forget Trump won in Pueblo County, which is supposed to be um, a fall down blue in 2016. There's still many closet Trumpers. And from Charlene, there's a great article that Christians are not to support the lesser of two evils. There's always a way to support good instead. Ah, yeah, Charlene, we can talk about that a little bit later, too. And then this is from Dr. Donna. Stephen, I see the party tossing money into races they want, necessarily winnable, asking volunteers to go all over Denver, thereby taking from the local candidates they already work for. Well, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know how much money Joe O'Day has raised, but I think it's not anywhere near what Michael Bennett has raised. And I don't get the impression that the Democrats, I mean, Politico, I'm not sure if they're just in the pockets of because they keep doing stories about, oh, it's closer than people think. But I don't think it is. Do you, Dave?
3: No, it's it's not. He's, he, O'Day is done. And, you know, the best thing I think O'Day could do right now is to stop, you know, talking about these other issues that divide his party and talk about crime, <laughs> inflation, yeah, good ed, you know, educational choice. Talk about those things that, you know, unite and quit talking about how you're going to Give the middle finger to the republican party uh trump voters right. um that that's the best thing he could do. I mean he's got three weeks now to dig himself out of a hole that's larger than it was yesterday
0: yeah. and yeah. you
3: know my 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 vote's still up for grabs, and yeah. you know they're they're not they're certainly not making inroads to a guy like me. So, well, I was
1: going to say you know. I was We're feeling roads. I was feeling kind of bad because i was you know the, mm-hmm. earlier on this show well not bad but you know Chuck, like maybe you know maybe I shouldn't have said that but I'm like you know I'm not going to vote for Joe Day and then he does this every time I turn around it's like I want to try to like him you know I really did but every time I turn around and then this to me there's no walking back for him to say he will actively campaign against Donald Trump because he doesn't like him and that he considers that part of his job as a senator and has already said he's not going to represent what I consider to be Republican interests. Uh, anyway, maybe he will, maybe he won't. I mean, what's the point? Why vote for him? You might, I mean, he, he's going to just do a Kevin Priola on us. You know, they told us to vote for him too. Yeah, you know
3: I, I think I think it's an interesting analogy to talk about uh, Kevin Priola. You'll notice how everyone in the establishment especially had no problem keeping quiet about Kevin Priola. Oh, but the second uh, yeah. he switched the second he switched parties, now oh, yeah. he's a, he's an SOB. And look, I don't like that he did that, but the question I keep asking people is what's the difference in his voting record?
2: Yeah, his voting yeah, right. record
3: has not changed. <laughs> his party affiliation yeah, right. it. Right. It, so, well, it wasn't it was another for which,
2: uh, another was an ongoing <laughs> question that we've been debating on this program. And Chuck's
1: been debating. I've been debating, <laughs> and I listened
2: to Charlie Kirk on the way to the doctor's office, and he said, "I'm going to vote Election Day. I don't vote any but Election Day." And and then uh, he had somebody who said, "Well, I can't trust the machine, so I won't vote at all." And he said, "No, you shouldn't do that. You should vote." Um, but but the pure stupidity of Republicans in this state. The Democrats have set up this system where they get to send out the ballots three weeks before. You harvest, then they go out and harvest all the ballots and turn them in. They know everybody who's voted and haven't voted, they because they have they have three weeks plus to do it. Going to get, out to get, the, get, get out, the, out vote. the vote is is incredibly made incredibly more easy, um, and it's insanity to keep on urging people not to just mail the ballot. You know, okay, you want to deliver it, deliver it, or even early vote. But, but I don't know how early we can early vote in Colorado, to tell you the truth. Um, at, the, at the poll. I uh, know, but you can early vote at the poll. I forget what how, how, about, how yeah. many days. What, oh, do you I know? know. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and and uh, anybody's ever run an election? Anybody. And that means no Christy Burton-Brown except for, you know, I'm on the Republican uh, Central Committee. Um, what you do is, is you, you need to find out if your people have voted or not. And if they haven't, you go get their vote. And when they tell you they voted, because a lot of them will lie to you, you can, you know, two days later, it said you said you voted, but it isn't. So here's an absentee ballot or <laughs> a replacement ballot or whatever else. But to wait till the day of the voting means can be no get out the vote. None. None. And you will lose the elections. So why do these people keep on saying it?
3: Uh, because you know, they, they just don't know. I mean, ultimately, if we're, you know, unfortunately we have the system that we have, we have three weeks of voting by mail and that means there's three weeks of getting out the vote. Right. And if we cut ourselves short to just one day where the Democrats get three weeks, then we're just hurting ourselves. And so ultimately I've told folks like, look, if you don't want to mail it in, don't mail it in, you know, deliver it. If you don't want to, Do it uh, by mail or even Dropbox. Go in person because that's an option. Uh, But ultimately, you know, if we don't start banking votes, you know, for our side, um, you know, the Democrats will, and more likely than not, they'll prevail because they've they've done the hard work for three weeks as opposed to one day.
0: Well, we should
3: uh, we should go back to one day voting, right? It shouldn't be a whole three.
2: Well, I agree, and it should be all in person. And I like to go vote personally and still do. But the recommendation all Republican is, is get in your votes as soon as you possibly can. So we can get those weak sisters and brothers who intend to vote. They want to vote, but forgot, and they're busy and everything else. We can hound them. We can call them. We can go to their door. You know, you have PCPs. We're both PCPs. we got 2000 people in this precinct. We know how each and every person, um, who voted and how they voted in the primaries in the sense that they pick, if they're independents, do they pick up a Republican ballot or a democratic ballot? And so Julie and I could probably cover this whole thing in three or four days, you know, calls and everything else, but we can't. Because if you call, they'll say, Oh, I like to vote in person, you know, as our people have recommended. I'm just voting. And of course they don't vote and they go, oh, I got busy. Um and, and just the pure logistics of, of, of how you campaign. get replacement ballots, how you do anything. I, I mean, we have these consultants who, who all they consult you is be a rhino, be a rhino, be a rhino. <laughs> but they don't know anything yeah. about the process and how this crooked process has been set up by Democrats. But the crooked process is what the crooked process is. And if you don't, if you don't fight on it and, and on whatever uneven grounds there are, you can have no chance of winning. So to say, well... I, I don't trust. In it. Fairness, you, you know, they, uh, they want to cheat. They'll cheat all the way through. In
1: fairness to our listeners and Peg oh, Cage, no. I'm obligated. There are some people though who disagree. T- Chuck, you clearly knew Dave was going to agree with you, or you wouldn't have asked him. Well, he's goodness. a
3: bright guy.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean,
3: I love Peg and love right. everybody. Right. Mean, look, but- I, I, I understand because there's an argument about how there's an algorithm, and if we, oh, if yeah. they don't know ahead, of, if they don't, they don't know ahead of time then, you know, you'll be able to trip them up and they won't be able to, in real time that night, fix it, or or at least in a convincing way. And I just, I've looked at this many different ways. And and you and your listeners, if they know me, they know I'm, I'm big on election integrity. I just happen to think on this particular issue that it's not worth it. It's not worth the risk, you know, of waiting one day and shortchanging our votes to see if we can trip up the so-called algorithm, because look at what happened with Donald Trump. We all saw, we all see the famous chart, right? Where there's this right. curve where he, Trump is up. And then this vertical line that goes and shows uh, Joe Biden, you know, uh, overcoming the gap. Okay. We saw that. What did that change? Joe Biden's still in the white house. Yeah. You
1: know,
3: no, it, it's, yeah. Uh, you know,
1: Nope. It, 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 well, and I think again, people are going to do what they do. And I, uh i'm sure we would continue debating this but Dave. In the meantime well, there's no debate. Right, because okay, I'm not, no no
2: time. no we're not out of time uh, <laughs> i have a granted us another minute and a half um
1: it, it, but it, so just because you think one way doesn't mean there's no debate y- yes it does <laughs> okay.
2: it means there's no, there's no logical debate there's a debate but no logical debate but but it's a practical matter instead of christy burton round going around the commitment to colorado and other all that other junk um rather than her Going down to El Paso County, saying we're not going to have an alternative Republican headquarters. Where you send the materials to? There is no plan of GOP get out the vote. There are no people to go out there and say you haven't voted yet, because if they were, it'd be hopeless. Because people say oh, I'll just vote in person, and when they won't, so it, it, it's just you know, it's it's no different than saying, well, well that's what John
1: Caldera says. We need to ballot. Well, John,
2: well, John Caldera. The one-eyed man in the line of the blind <laughs> said we have to bow. Of course you have to ballot harvest. Most Republicans think, I, you know, if I talk ballot harvesting, they think it's illegal. It's but you can't
1: do that. It's criminal. You can't. No, no. <laughs> All right, Dave, no. we got to let you go. Thank no, I you don't have to let me go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your time, Dave. Appreciate it. Dave, as we appreciate it. And You're thank great. you for speaking out in the Denver Post and, and yeah, you know, yeah, getting at great. least our side out there.
3: All right. You you ready? bet. Take care, guys.
1: All right, thank you. All,
2: All right. right, manic Monday. I had my manic attack.
1: Yeah, his manic. You guys, I have to put. I have to hear him argue with me about this over and over again. I'm like, I don't even disagree with you. So, um. Anyway, hey, that will do it for us. I want to thank uh, Jay Christian Adams. Thank you to Dave Williams. You know, Dave Williams, that's a lot of courage. He takes flack.
2: For 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 standing
1: up for grassroots. And I wanna just commend him. And guys, you know, everything we can do to support people like Dave Williams, it really matters. And thanks to all of you on Zoom. Jay uh, Christian
2: Adams, appreciate him coming on again.
1: That's right. And Thomas and the guys at BBS Radio. Um, and also remember you can get all of the shows, um, whatever format you want. There's links at chuckandjulie.com, and we will see you all on Waggy Wednesday. Mm-hmm.